0: Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. My wonderful co-host Andrea is away today. I am so thrilled to be joined by somebody that I once worked with very closely who I adore the wonderful Dr. Holly Lucille. We're going to be talking about easy ways to detox every day. I'm sure you know her because she is here on Radio MD as well. And we always have a great time. Hi, Dr. Holly.
1: Hi, Lisa. I'm so happy to be talking to you. And yes, I met your lovely co-host, Andrea, at uh, the big Natural Products Expo down in Anaheim this past weekend. So it's great to make that connection and always great to be talking to you.
0: Yeah, we have a good time. All right, let's talk about this because I think a lot of people feel like, you know, the spring is coming and it's time to do a detox and it needs to be this super intense thing because maybe they haven't been eating well or they're stressed out or there's a myriad of things going on in their lives. But you want to talk about today, which I love, is easy ways to detox every day so it doesn't have to be this huge thing, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's best. You know, from what I see in the research and from what I see certainly in my practice, um Despite our advances in modern medicine and, and technology and all of the information that 's out there, quite honestly, today, I think more than ever I see people suffering from chronic illnesses through all stages of the human life cycle and I think that you know if I look real hard, especially in my clinical practice, I, I believe that the environment and the the toxins that we are constantly exposed from have a big big, big, big part of this because I do scratch my head i 'm like, gosh darn there 's so much information out there now more than ever. Why can't we get it together? Why are our chronic health issues continuing to be on the rise? And so yeah. I sort of advocate mostly um, if there's going to be an everyday sort of retox, <laughs> because there is, um, yeah. so there, you know, what we do is level the playing field and just have an everyday detox.
0: Now, you just mentioned the word retox. Talk to us about that, because I've been hearing about well,
1: that. Well, you know, yeah, because uh, I think that what happens, and I, I, I certainly have done this, you know, I've been a big advocate of going through an intense detoxification process, and sometimes certainly that's needed. And, you know, you think about spring, uh, turning over a new leaf, um, you know, spring cleaning, that's a great time, and also fall, and sort of sandwiching our you know, bona fide holiday season. But... Um, There's always the detox and then there's the retox because, honestly, even in the circles that I run in uh, where I am privy to all the information that's out there, I'm still learning that um, where I'm exposed and I didn't know it, right? So we are constantly exposed to food from the environment, from water, from personal and beauty uh, care products, stress emotions. You know, we can just, honestly, Lisa, there was a recent study that found that umbilical cord blood, okay, this is from newborn babies. Contained, uh, and, you know, and I—I'm—I'm I'm 51 years old, so I've been on this earth, kind of been, you know, bumping around for a bit. This is newborn babies; they haven't even had a chance to get in trouble yet, right? <laughs> but the <laughs> blood from their umbilical cords contained almost 300 chemicals. So that's mercury, PCBs, pesticides. Oh God! Um, including numerous toxins that we know can cause cancer and disrupt the brain and nervous system and also contribute to birth defects. And so the whole thing is going on. It really is. And so I say Wow! it's retox every day even if we don't know it, so why don't we just detox every day?
0: Oh, my gosh. All right, that is so scary. I'm completely – I'm just blown away by that statistic. All right, so what are some easy ways that we can detox every day?
1: You know, one of the things that I always um, – Advocate for, and these are easy things that you can get into your life, a hundred percent every single day. Um, dry skin brushing, um, mm. dry skin brushing is so great because it's it's called also um, garshana actually uh, in 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 Ayurvedic medicine. Okay, but it's a way to really support the lymph system, and the lymph system is really important because. Um, Blood brings nutrients in basically in general, and lymph system kind of removes the trunk. And so we can really start to stimulate the the lymph system by doing dry skin skin brushing. I always just advocate folks get uh, a natural bristle brush. Uh, I have a great farmer's market right down the street, and they've got this huge booth, and they've got these natural organic um, bamboo brushes that are great. Um, And then brush towards the heart. Um, five minutes, I, I say twice a day, but if that's too much for people and they throw the baby out with the bathwater, I say, okay, just do it once a day. But start at the bottom of your feet because that's where all your nerve endings are and it feels so good. You feel so invigorated after doing this. And just go ahead and brush, 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 small strokes all the way towards the heart. So each time yeah, you're brushing towards the heart, um, you want to be, you know, make sure that you avoid your face and any other sensitive areas. Um, but it's such a great way to just stimulate the uh, lymphatic system and also that exfoliation because your skin, after all, is one of your largest detoxification organs, and we need to, you know, get oh, yeah. things out.
0: That is for sure. Now, is there a special brush we need to use?
1: Just I always a natural bristle brush. And, um, uh, just in, oh, okay. and there's actually, if you look at it, there are different um, courses, you know, so uh, people that have really sensitive skin, you might want to start you know, slow and go low, but, um, you know, I like to be a little bit more vigorous with it. So I, I have a more hearty uh, bristle brush, but you can just test it out. <laughs> it's definitely those start.
0: All right. And that's a daily thing you said?
1: That's a daily thing. Yep. Five minutes okay. twice yeah. a day. And, or just start. If you want to start once a week, I just encourage people. I don't want to put things out there where people are like, oh, I can't do it every day so I'm not going to do it at all. Just start. Do it exactly. once, twice a week. And then if you can go to every day, that'd be great.
0: All right. I I love that suggestion. I got to do that. All right. What's another thing we can do every day? You
1: know, uh, honestly, let's say five times a week, Epsom salt baths. You know, Epsom salt is natural mineral compounded, right, uh, formed from magnesium and sulfate. Um, The minerals help to pull toxins out. And, you know, sort of also you get that muscle relaxation response as well. And magnesium is crucial for hundreds of chemical reactions in the body. It certainly plays a huge role in detoxification pathways and it's also required to produce that major detoxification antioxidant we all know of as glutathione. And so sitting in a bath, um, Epsom salt, you can obviously, once again, I think it's cost-effective. It's easy. It's relaxing. It's doable. Um, I do two cups in a bath of water, and you've got to sit there for about 20 minutes. And certainly, you know, oh, okay. these days, uh, organic essential oils you can throw in there, candlelight, mm. you know, anything else to get the senses going, to relax, and just passively get things out.
0: Oh, that sounds so nice. You know, I need a bigger bathtub because here's a problem. I'm 5'10", so either my legs (laughs) and my stomach and stuff are in the tub and my chest is out and my arms are cold, right? Or you have to kind of sink down and then my legs are out. So I'm like, I've got to get a bigger, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to get a bigger tub. But boy, I really envy those people who have those like ginormous tubs that you can like fit several people in and everyone can take their
1: bath with their Epsom salts. (laughs) Put that on your list for sure, because I think that's huge and very important.
0: Yeah. I really, I really love that. I remember ever (laughs) since I was a little kid, my dad, my dad's an ophthalmologist and we lived like very simply, which I'm actually really grateful for now. Like we didn't have fancy things. We lived in like a, just a small, simple house, but he, all of his colleagues had these like huge mansions. I remember we would go and I would just be like, all I want is this bathroom. This bathroom's the size of our house. So anyway, that's like my little, (laughs) little thing, but uh, let's get back. What are some other easy ways to detox every day?
1: Okay, so, you know, you've heard of oil pulling, right? So just in your mouth, yeah. you just, whether it's yes. or, organic coconut oil or, or there's a couple of different oils that you can use, but there was actually a clinical trial that demonstrated that oil pulling, so that's basically pulling it through your teeth, right, was just as effective r- regarding improving gingival scores and also decreasing plaque and aerobic microorganisms because we all know how important dental health is to your overall health, Um but it it, it, it it showed extremely effective in actually helping um, clear things up from a dental perspective, and I think that's really important. And also, it feels good. And once again, I mean, shoot, mm. you can do that while you're in the shower. Just keep it up, you know. Um, and that's something that you can do, once again, cost-effective and certainly every day.
0: I hear that's really, really good for whitening teeth, too. Is that true?
1: It if can be, that? yep, you bet, oh, because nice. – um, overall decreasing plaque and, and, and also the aerobic microorganisms in your mouth, uh, all of that, you know, because those are what contribute to sort of that modeling or um, the coloring of our teeth. And so uh, I think it's really important. And like I said, there was this wonderful clinical study done in 2009 um, that, you know, certainly had noted that um, the correlation between oral health and cardiovascular disease and other chronic diseases that are extremely important.
0: Oh, that is so fascinating. I know. And you know, all these things can be a way of I see it as like loving self care, right? I mean, because you're brushing yourself, you're bathing, you're doing something that's good for your mouth and your teeth. You know, it's like you have to sort of change the way you look at it, right? From a chore to like a self care love act, I think.
1: I totally agree. You know, I mean, it's like if you can just, and once again, I really am a big advocate of people just getting their skin in the game and and being there and not being um, I mean, I even do this to myself. It's to journal, which is so important to me. It's just something that really kind of grounds me. And if I can just tell myself, Holly, just, I don't care if you do it for two or three minutes in the morning or five minutes. Just sit down. Because usually once I get started, I'll, I'll look up and I'm like, oh, 20 minutes have passed. And I was just writing my life away. Um, because these are thoughts mm-hmm. that, you know, are in my head and they are readily available if I end up waking up in the middle of the night, you know, for me to like start mulling around. Not the best, <laughs> best, Not the best sleep hygiene. And so... Just get started with it. And these are things that you can really check off as far as, I did, you know, took an Epsom salt bath, you know, after that, or before that, I did dry skin brushing. And, you know, I oil pulled in the shower or there's so many things that you can do to, like I said, even the playing field.
0: Exactly. And we really need to, especially with that story about the baby. Holy cow. I mean, the newborn, I know. right? And for people who are doing it, The umbilical
1: cord blood. How many chemicals
0: again? My God.
1: 300, over 300. <sighs> I know.
0: Oh my mm-hmm. gosh! All right, now we hear about things like getting up in the morning and drinking warm water with lemon. Is that something that you
1: recommend? Is that on
0: your list? I'm just
1: curious. Sure. I mean, the 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 sooner you can start getting hydrated throughout the day, the better. Seriously, um, you know, water carries nutrients to our cells and waste material out. Uh, I think that it's extremely important. I don't think the importance of water can be stated enough. Um, I really don't, and I I think that that is a way that people, sometimes when people feel hungry, they're actually thirsty. Sometimes during the day when people feel tired and they they want to go for something quick that's going to, you know, un, probably go for it unconsciously, that's going to pick them up, Refined food products, candy at the office, what have you. If you stay adequately hydrated, because look, most of our bodies are made of water, seriously. Yeah. Um, uh, so you got You got to keep hydrated. And in the morning, that lemon water, ugh. I think it is. It just it starts the digestive process, getting ready for you to break the fast, and um, it starts on the hydration process. And I think it's really important. Like I said, get nutrients in, getting waste products out is the name of the game.
0: Oh, completely. Well, what are some other things? And are there anything is there anything else on the list that has to do with what we're eating or drinking?
1: Oh, sure. I mean, you know, I think from a nutritional perspective, you've got to reduce exposure as much as possible, and you have to take control of what you can take control of in our modern day, I believe. And so I do still believe in organic and eating local and eating seasonal as much as possible. Um, You know, one of the sites that I reference as a resource for my patients, and certainly when I'm on shows like this for your listeners, is EWG.org. They do a great job as far as everything environmental, and they have got the 12, um, the Dirty Dozen and the Clean Fifteen. Um, the Clean 15, I was like, hey, if you don't have the budget and or can't get the organic, it's just fine. But the Dirty Dozen is you've got to get this organic. And so eating organic, certainly uh, when possible, using spices, um, spices that actually help in detoxification. I mean, you can think about ginger. Uh, think about, mm-hmm. um, you know, think about uh, onions and garlic and curcumin or turmeric, I should say. Um, so spicing it up is going to be important. Eating colors. So you're making sure that you've got your antioxidants, your anso, your pro, pro an, anodized, your pro and the anthocyanins, um, all of those things. Well, that's that a mouthful, Gordon. So I know. And getting in, in, <laughs> in, making sure that you're supporting your own natural detox, uh, um, detoxification process because we do have it. We just need the nutrients in there to support it, and we also need to just manage our overall body burden. And so, food increasing fiber because fiber binds the to toxins. And help get them out, and of course, fermented food helps to populate our microbiome, so we can have better digestion and better immune function throughout the the the, the process. So, I think that's really important too.
0: Now, Doctor Holly, if there's people listening, who say, "Okay, I want to do all these things, but I also really want to go on a cleanse," uh, do you recommend them? What kind do you recommend? Because I've seen soup cleanses, uh, which I actually I love soup, uh, juice cleanses, water cleanses. I mean, a supplement. What do you think?
1: Yeah. I think so. I think to th- my answer to that question is that first of all, people need to be aware that your body does have a natural ability to heal and or and detox. Yes. But one of the things that goes on in our modern day is that we've got this overall body burden, and so that process becomes less effective. So what we're really doing is um, certainly when you go through a detoxification process, hopefully, really from a very intended perspective. Decreasing exposure, so, you know, you're not eating the normal things that you're You're not drinking the normal things that you drink, caffeine, alcohol, et cetera. And so that's great. So you're removing the obstacles to cure. So that's one. And then two, I think from a – I I like everything that you suggested, juicing, um, soups, uh, supplements. You know, there are things like milk thistle, um, glutathione, curcumin that can uh, just assist the body's ability to detoxification all of those things, there's, there's, you know, really well-manufactured detoxification, detoxification kits that are out there, and I think that my recommendation is get with a qualified healthcare practitioner that can assist you in a detoxification process that's right for you. Because first of all, you need to be able to make sure that you've got both phase one and phase two detoxification processes of your liver open to do this, or it's going to feel really, really bad when you start to detox oh. because... Um, Phase one is kind of like you going around the house and taking all the garbage uh, out from all the rooms and setting it outside. And phase two is the garbage person coming and getting it and taking it away. And sometimes phase two, based on our diet, based on our lifestyle, can be downregulated. And so then you've got all this accumulation of garbage and it's not being removed and you start to feel like a headache and sleepiness and muscle aches. And so we want to avoid that because people will never go for detoxification again because it feels so darn uncomfortable. (laughs) And so... I think that all of those things. If you intend to grab a partner and do it, get with a qualified healthcare practitioner that can that can modify a detoxification process that's personalized. I think for you um, is going to be my best uh, uh, my my best piece of advice for folks because everybody's different. Everybody's level of need is different, and everybody's um, ability to follow through or be you know adhere to the program is different as well.
0: Yeah, that is true. Now, tell us a little bit about your practice, and then also tell us about. Uh... Your stuff on Radio MD, I know you do some cool stuff.
1: Yeah, well, Radio MD, what a great company. And I just, I love that you're there and I love that I'm able to be there. And I've got a podcast now called Mindful Medicine. And my whole gig with Mindful Medicine is hopefully being able to talk about subjects that help people sort of just wake up and use their own mind when it comes to all this health information. There's so much out there. I don't want to just contribute to it without trying to be meaningful around it. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I think that uh, you know, even in the natural world, there's, there's such, a, there's such a, a propensity for folks to be kind of seductive in their messaging or marketing, and when I see that disconnect between all this information that's out there, and once again, the chronic health issues being on the rise, and also, quite honestly, Lisa, people not being able to really just get it together and meet just even the slightest health care goals, whether it's dropping a few pounds or dropping their cholesterol numbers or what have you, I kind of just want to get in there and make a difference, not just give more information out there so hopefully different ways that we can think about things hopefully getting people to think again you know because it's easy to go to sleep at the wheel these days even though we're quote-unquote more connected than ever um with all of our Mm -hmm. gadgets and stuff i think we're really more disconnected from ourselves and that's my big strive uh that that's what i want to do is get people get people connected back with themselves so i'm doing my best there you know i think it's it's um it takes some time to find that groove and try to drive that message home but that's my goal
0: well, I love listening to you because you're you're you know what you're talking about. You're so well researched. You have such passion. No, you really do. I really admire you for what you're doing. And it is tough because you know you think there's there's so much information and people really know what to do, but how do we get them to actually do it? How do we find that? Is it a self esteem thing? I mean, there's emotional things going on too. I'm sure you oh, always right? like working with people. They might feel like they don't deserve to be happy. They don't deserve to be healthy. There's
1: some past oh, yeah. trauma. I mean, there's oh. a, it's it's not so simple, right? No, and I think that to that point, honestly, that's the bigger piece of it. And I think, you know, how, but how in in today's pop wellness can we actually drive that home? Because, you know, you've got the Dr. Oz and the Doctors, both of the shows I've been on, and I I swear, I just, I feel like, no, we have to go a little bit deeper. We do, and Mm. I see that all the time. You know, when you look up diet in the dictionary, it truly means habitual nourishment. So how, you know, as a habit, do people nourish themselves? And when you get right down to it, That's what I've seen in my practice, that people don't really feel worthy of being nourished. And so they do Mm. not take care of themselves because of that underlying issue. And so I just think that's important information. I'm certainly not going to, quote, unquote, Dr. fill somebody in eight minutes in my practice and go, you know, okay, here's what you need to do. I just think that bringing that awareness to that person and saying, hey, getting a good resource, getting a good referral, or asking them to start paying attention more to their inner selves and their, you know, their their unconscious places so they can bring it into the conscious and work with it and be truly healthy because I know they all want it. Believe me, they wouldn't come to me and pay me what they pay me if they didn't. (laughs) And where do you practice? I'm in West Hollywood, California, so just a little suburb right here of the big city of Los Angeles. Oh, fun.
0: (laughs) Yeah. that is so... You're living a dream. My gosh. I mean, I would love to be in that part of L.A. That sounds fantastic or anywhere uh, warm for that matter.
1: (laughs) Right, I know. Yes, um, I mean it's great. It is. It, it truly is. It's. Um, I mean, I, I feel like I'm a little bit of a bubble because I walk everywhere for the most part. So you don't really think of those people living in Los Angeles doing that. But I, I tend to do that. So I'm kind of. It's kind of cool.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, Doctor Holly, was there anything else you wanted to add today? This has been so informative and fun.
1: Well, thank you, Ann, Andrea, for what you do on Natural Savvy. Seriously, um, Mm -hmm. I think it's really important. We're all out there trying to do our best and getting together, the tribe of folks just wanting to feel better and be better. And I think when we feel better and we are better, we do better, and I think the world needs that right now. (laughs) So um, that and then as far as daily detox, it's just one or two things that you can start doing that make a difference in, you know, sort of leveling the playing field when it comes to our overwhelmingly – still a real toxic environment that it, as we go towards more sustainability across the board, that's going to be helpful. But I think things might get worse before it gets better. And we're still working at it.
0: Oh, wow. Well, tell us all the ways we can find you. And people should definitely listen to Mindful Medicine. It's awesome.
1: Thank you. So Mindful Medicine on Radio MD. And then just my website right now is com.
0: Well, Holly, this has been so much fun. I mean, Dr. Holly, I want to thank you so no much. So. And I want thank, to thank you, yes. <laughs> I want to thank Bigelow Tea. They are one of our sponsors. or this month's and next month's sponsor. I love their tea. I drink it all the time. And Cindy Bigelow is such a gem. We've had many conversations, and I really admire their company and their ethics and the way they get their tea. So a big shout out. and Thank you to Bigelow. I want to thank everyone for listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. I promise Andrea and I will be back together soon. We keep missing each other. In the meantime, you can go and listen to past episodes. Re-listen to this episode. You can go to RadioMD.com. You can go to iTunes please subscribe, rate and review. It makes a huge difference. Everybody put these wonderful, easy tips into you so you can detox every day. Thank you so much for listening and stay well.